what's the crack? Welcome back to the Skint Hill Podcast. Mark, it's been a very interesting past couple of days, hasn't it? It's been a good week. A good week. I, I, how do we react? Um, I forgot. W- with fear that UCD come up and tank well, us. I absolutely leather is, yeah. And they're uh, pushed for Europe. <laughs> Anything's a possibility. Anything's a possibility. Uh, we have two games to talk about. Two good games. You know what that means? What does that mean? Super long episode. Well, I don't know, because we've got nothing to complain about. Not true, no. Well, a couple of bits and pieces. You sent, well, you sent, no, you no, sent no. me a list. You sent me a list. <laughs> I didn't send you a list of oh, complaints. Oh, no, no, no. There wasn't a list of complaints. No, there was a couple of a good few complaints um, on there. Uh, you absolutely did send me a list. Uh, j- just to clear that up. Uh, on WhatsApp in the aftermath of the Bohemians game instead of the enjoying the crack and, and going mad which oh no I was enjoying myself don't worry oh I'm fully aware you're running in Waterloo Street after the match um, yeah there was there was a list right well a list of Mark's gripes uh, there's always a list of my gripes somewhere but that's all. Anything that we've got a gripe against, I think, at the minute is off the field. Uh, on the field, we're back in League One in form. Yes, yes, we are. Well, I think log- well, yeah. logistically, the best place to start would be Bohemians away on Friday past. Yes, that would probably be a good shout. Uh, so let's get on with it. Mark, have you got the team that started that game handy? Now, I've got the team that started. Has... Could anyone have predicted this team? There, there was a lot of question marks. Everyone was saying not, not question. There's not more than one mark in the room. I'm just saying there's a lot of question points. Uh, so, yeah. you, you can use question marks. I think people will get it. But well, yeah, maybe you never know. Everyone was saying, you know, do you go, um, do you go Keen Cavan up top? Do you go Jamie up top? Do you go both? As and Terry Higgins went yeah. neither. Went a. What do you see as one boys? Fuck yous. So I think I don't know. I, I I don't know what to make of it. I'll read the team and then we'll 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 discuss. Um so backline was pretty standard, see Maher and Goal, Ben Doherty at left back, McJanet, Shane McElhinney in the middle, mm-hmm. Kieran Cole playing right back. Started the game which couldn't be the same said on Monday night, but we'll talk about that now we went. Well, yeah. Um and then this is where it gets a wee bit messy because in the midfield, Lionel, you had no Diallo, O'Reilly, oh, okay. uh, Will Patchen, um, O'Neill was listed as a midfielder as well, and then Duffy and Graydon on the wings, and that leaves you with no one up top. So what you're saying is we started the game on on Friday in Daly Mount Park, the home of Irish football, uh, supposedly. Uh, with no striker on the pitch, and won the game. We were playing. Um, can't mind what year it was. Spain won the World Cup, but we were playing there. Nineteen eighty-two. Nine, uh, the, the most recent one. Uh, they were playing their false nine sort of job, and uh, it was O'Neill. From what I could tell, was was the the man. Tass would be in the false nine. Um, oh, I, I thought you meant Martin there because you're going back to the <coughs> days of when. All right, okay, never mind. No, not the 80s, nothing to do with right, the 80s. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, so, mad, mad uh, team selection. Well, you we, going into the game, you thought mad, obviously genius. Yeah, I mean, I was sort of listening to the, the, the opening throws of the game 
on the radio because I couldn't get the stream up quick enough. Um, which is something I need to take to my doctor, but that's besides the point. Uh, what was wrong with the stream, or was it yours? Your it, it was. I, I don't actually know. I couldn't. It wasn't listed on the right thing. Oh, so you're on the other thing. Like if you were trying to avoid illegal streams. Yes. Uh, see, I I was trying my best to to avoid them, and uh, look, I I just walked on there to get directions how to get out of there. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, I know what you mean. But I was on the wrong channel altogether, so uh, I was like, "What, what, what, what the fuck is this?" I think I was watching a first division game, being like, "That's, that's not Ryan Green." Treaty, Treaty, and I did, and the red and white stripes, and you're cheering them on. Go on, the lads. Like, fuck, Daily Mount's got I, a downgrade. Is, is, that's 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 not Shane. Um, I so it took me a wee while, and as it turns out, I missed the opening goal. <laughs> was it that early? It, it wasn't, early, it was like 19 minutes into the game. I missed the opening red guard, I missed the opening goal. So you missed the match? Pretty fuck much, all else yeah, fuck, not a fucking thing. Well, well not, not not a fucking thing in, in our favour, shall we say. Um, But I, I was... Um, don't I was, worry, I did catch up at, at half time. They did show a full replay and I went on after the match and watched the highlights again. So I, I do actually know what happened in this game. Right, so I, you were down at the new new Bulls away stand then. Aye, well, I was in the stadium. That we stand is fantastic. Yeah, compared stand, to yeah. we we done a bit of a review of of away grounds very early on in the season. We did, um, and Daily Mount away, wasn't away ends. Yeah, Daily Mount wasn't very high on the. No, it list. was probably in your top five, maybe both of our I, top I, fives. Is, I, is shite. I will not. I like. <laughs> you like going to you Daily, like going Mount, to Daily Mount, yeah. but where they put you shape, but yeah, yeah, yeah. regardless anyway, that we stand um, is exactly what any club that doesn't have somewhere to house away fans is exactly what they need. It's a bit weird though. Why is it weird? Because, the well you know the position of the dugouts at Daily Mount are fucking strange anyway, but like, it's a stand not on the halfway line. No, I don't think it is. I think it's slightly off, off centre. Slightly, slightly off centre, but I mean, it's still a fantastic view of the in- entirety. Oh, you have a good, good view from it compared to every other away ground where you can see next to fuck all. Aye. So they have like a an away end almost in the middle of the pitch. So you can actually watch a match. Um, hat tip, kudos, fair play, I suppose. Oh, oh, of course, it was probably the sunniest game we'll get all season. Yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but not very good. Um, Traveling support, big number, big number down there. Yeah, I I received a couple of messages about uh, a certain group of lads that came in, maybe slightly later or I don't know on time just for for kickoff, and they were very well received. So we'll kind of we'll talk about the the statements and stuff that the club are putting out. Yeah, well, um, yeah. After we review the games. Uh, but yeah, the, the the young lads that would normally reside in Block K, mm-hmm. they come in. They were a few minutes late, and I I've checked with a few people because I, I you know you were thinking like it was just a couple of people around me. Yeah. Um. But everyone seems to be saying the same thing, and and they were sort of applauded and almost in a, a statement in itself mm-hmm. back at the club, um, and and the the Bose security were very standoffish. You know, just welcoming you to the stadium, probably like away oh, fans enough. get when they come to the Brandywell, not the yeah. home fans. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I told the cer- certain groups of of away fans or certain teams. Uh, so I don't know. Like we, we we'll come on to that, but I travel and sport unbelievable, very vocal throughout the game. 
it was night and day. The atmosphere you could pick up. Uh, oh, between that and Monday. Yes, oh, night and day between that and Monday. But um, even the past couple of games in the brand well, it's been a bit. Ugh. It's been awful, but those sort of issues that will come up in the the when we talk about yeah, know. and an atmosphere like that is exactly what you need for the team that you're playing against. Bows, you need that sort of ah. something else behind you, and it obviously it helped get us over the line because. Early on, all right, uh, Bose went down to 10 men, an awful lot of crying done about it. I think Deggy made a, a couple of moans about it. But, um, so, but from my perspective, like, you're you're on the ground. From my perspective, which is where the camera is, I'm seeing it in fucking Panavision. Like, Mickey Duffy's got a touch on that ball. What what did you call the fella that, that gets sent off again? Uh, Grant Horton is it? Grant Horton I knew there was something to do with Grant in, involved there not Danny the guy that we're allegedly signing according to Fabrizio Romano um, but like he's made of balls he's taken a touch a wee bit too heavy especially when, when players like Michael Duffy are around the league he's fucking fast as lightning um, zips in gets that touch and he got an extra touch while your man Grant Horton's making the tackle, he's taken out of the game, he's last man back, referee has no choice, it's a red. I, I, I agree with all that. I would take a step just back in the game, first of all. Yeah. Uh, Bose sort of got a warning from the referee of he's not going to, you know, he's not going to put up with any shite from them. And Paddy Kirk had a, a bad foul. And it was literally the first tackle of the game. Mm-hmm. And he got a yellow card straight away. This is like the that's first right. minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're, you're kind of thinking, you know, if that's later on in the game, does he get a wee bit more than the yellow? You know, yeah. From where we're standing, it looked bad enough. Um, but then, about uh, 15 minutes yeah. into the game then, Duffy's through. Um, I think, I, I actually don't know the rules because he keeps changing them, but I think it's if it's a goal-scoring opportunity, you've denied that by fouling, then yeah. it's a red card. If Duffy takes his touch Aye. and gets his touch, you know, in front of him, yeah. like he did, then he's got a goal-scoring opportunity. It used to be like last man back, wasn't it? Would you? you I, all, there probably still is that to a degree, but I would imagine there would have been a bit of leeway because like you're the last man back and the ball's being like heading out towards the corner flag, and you've taken out the uh, the, the oncoming uh, striker. So I think that's where goal-scoring opportunity uh, comes. Yeah, up. yeah. So they've amended that rule to make it a wee bit better, I, I assume, but. They also had a, a a double indemnity rule, but I think that only falls in for Is penalties. Is that for penalty? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. So, like, if you've been the last man back, uh, you've denied a goal scoring opportunity, and it's a penalty. I think the punishment you is supposed to be a, a a yellow. But there's been instances this season, the Drahara, um, prime example, the the Drahara won each match in the Brandywell before we played Bows on the the Monday and lost. Uh, Drahara had a man sent off for being the last man back foul in the box penalty denied a goal scoring opportunity red card so what, what drug of the game is that? that was the one on the Friday night before the Monday night we drew we could one beat each. 1-0 by Drogheda no we drew one each did we? yes Ben was Ben scored a penalty? no that was Bohemians no that was a penalty wasn't awarded Hold on, I have to look this up. Right, okay. Because you, you said it last week in the pod, and I was like, listening back and being like, is is that is that correct? They're trying to beat us 1-0. Bohemians beat us 
It was the worst Easter since 1916. I thought it was one each, and there was a... No. Unless Ben missed that penalty. Uh... I remember being a, there being a red card in that game and uh, Kevin Doherty, the Drada gaffer, gets sent off as well. So somebody's going wrong somewhere. Uh, can't see a missed... Pe- I can't remember now. I'm just going to have a wee look-see here. I No, we did my, Oh, it was a free kick then. So Drada's well, found outside go. the box. Oh, yeah. Aye, so... Oh, I suppose it was the d- denial of a penalty and they scored with a penalty and won right. the game. Yeah, no, no, I remember that. Glad but we could clear that up. Yeah. Um, no, there, there was another instance this season where one, somebody was a last man back, give away a penalty and get a red card. Well, that's, if you deny a goal-scoring opportunity, like if the ball's about to go in the net and a yeah. player handles it and it's a penalty, it's still a red card because it's about to go in the net. But double indemnity? No, I don't believe in double entendres or whatever it is. <laughs> um so uh, 15 minutes in Bohemians down to 10 men I was a bit surprised actually when he pulled the red out wasn't surprised because it was you know it's a red card but yeah, for yeah. a referee in the League of Ireland they referee actually in make the League a, of Ireland. a good decision it, it surprises you that early in the game um, it doesn't tell you who the referee was no Paul McLaughlin of course it was yeah so according to Crafty Beer Tweets uh, James on the podcast Paul's the like the best referee in the country, by far, and he's the one hundred percent the most fittest. So is I mean, I mean, you know, is that an achievement? Is that something you would put on your LinkedIn profile? Best referee in Ireland, not, or not best the, referee in the League of Ireland? Definitely not in the League of Ireland. I don't no, think that's anything to be shouting home. Yeah, about. You've, um, you've, you've plenty of boys out there, but uh, no, I, I, it's the correct decision to make. Uh, if you're going by letter of the law, it doesn't matter how early it is in the game. Like even for that yellow card, if it was as bad, it should have been a red. Uh, I'm a big believer, and if it's a red, it's a red. Doesn't matter of when it happens. Yes, ah. uh, same thing for. Um, Files in the box that aren't deemed as penalties. Ah, and it would be a given as a foul outside yeah. the box. Ah, so it's definitely got you know drives I mean? me mad. Oh, 100%. Like it's, it's, it's a double standard. And although he did uh, live up to that double standard in the yellow card incident, he made up for it with the red because letter of the law, get it up, you unlucky. Uh, and moving, unless you've got. No, no, I was just going to say it was, wasn't very long after they went yes. down to 10 men. Now, we, we were battering them in the yeah. early stages anyway. And um, we uh, we started the first sixty seconds. Um, absolutely unbelievable. I see he's come out with another couple of quotes as well, but we'll talk about that later. Uh Duffer. Yeah. Um, I first sixty seconds and the following, however many sixty seconds are in fifteen twenty minutes, we yeah. were unbelievable. Um, I think I can't mind where the ball comes from. You you might be able to help me out in this because I actually didn't watch it back. I just remember Duffy coming in uh, down the left. Yeah. And putting the ball across. And it's kind of the perfect ball because the keeper can't come out for it, but yeah, it's behind see, the defender. That's that's the issue again with that camera angle. You can't exactly pick up how. Uh, you need to be like online with it to see how do far they away the do is. The Derry City camera angles where they show you the, the live camera and the replay camera is just it's slightly zoomed in. We've from the same angle. Oh well, I um, I think they do. No, they do. They do because I was watching like 
post almost post half time, uh, just before half time was over, like he was properly zoomed in on some random Bogues fella that was down helping warm up um in the corner flag and then very quickly whenever he realized oh we're back on here very quickly zoomed out and went back to whatever it was he was supposed to be doing but yes there is like a zoomed in slowed down uh, uh replay available and but you can't see anything from that y- different than y- no, what you seen no, the first yeah, time yeah see it's different way well, we used to have the um like the performance analysis camera over the south end park stand in the brandywell where like you got uh, two different angles because you'd one from the mark far and you one from the south end park which would have been dead handy to keep but unfortunately we haven't i think um but like you can't see the distance between goalkeeper and ball so you can't exactly tell if it is you know further away than what it's uh, you know that's the point i'm trying to make but it is like that sort of perfect ball in the no man's land and graden's just there i so that's your the, the, the kind of the joy i mean we do this a lot anyway because of the way we play of having the two wide men and one comes inside when the other one has it out on the wing but i think that's the, the joy of having the the false nine formation is your your two wingers are, are always coming in yeah so that they worked out absolutely perfectly for us yeah i mean if there's anybody you would expect to be on the end of that ball it is the man who was it's ryan graden he's got that pace getting up the wing and um he was he was under a bit of pressure was there a man there, there was a, the yeah there post? was a man sort of coming in on top of him and he did have to make a, like a sort of sliding uh finish into the net um and then he got up and he turned to the jody is it the the i does a jody stand uh, and just started winding the fuck out of them. It was great. He must have been getting a bit of stick off them for him to react like that. I would assume so. Like he, that, that's the jury stands on the the side where he's. Uh, he was he was playing right in front though. Yeah. So I mean, and I, I noticed it in the bows stand now they've got like two separate sections that are yeah support. yeah. Um, Is that like so like the the block? I think it's. Where we used to be housed anytime we went down the daily mine uh, going back through the years, uh, in the Jody anyway, block A, maybe or, I don't or know. as you look at it's, it, it's it's a it's far end of stand where the changing rooms, yeah, yeah, the tunnel is the changing rooms for the away fans, whatever, uh, or the away team, um, and then you've got the usual notorious Boo Boys corner up very close to the what would have been the Des Kelly stand. Uh. I don't know if there's been a split or if there's been a fallout or whatever. I don't know the inner workings of their fan bases or fan groups, but I know the lads that would be sort of friendly with a couple of Derry lads like Darren and um, a couple of other lads, like even myself. Um, they would be in the block closest the other way. Uh, closest to the, the, the terrace, it's now abandoned. Oh, um, so they're in with the Notorious so I, I, Boys? No, no, they're, they're far they're away. They're the opposite Yes, they're opposite of the Notorious Boys. And they're the focal sport? The notorious we boys are the vocal support, and then you've got these lads who are also vocal, but not the vocal uh, support. So that's, I mean, a bigger divide than even our own support. I thought it might have been like vegans, poets, and stoners <laughs> one side, and just normal people on the other side. <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't say vegans uh, or poets could be normal, but... Um, what was the third thing? Stoners. Stoners. They can be normal people. 
They can be, but at, they wouldn't stand times. up here. They'd be, be more in pally with the vegans and the poets. They'd have yeah, know. peace and love and and, and aye. Like stoners are always reciting shit, yeah. poetry without even realizing it when they're high as a kite. Like what? I mean, uh, yeah. Um, but I, I I noticed that myself the past couple of years. But it's been a bit like that. I don't know if they're they're just gonna split or whatever. But it's, I don't it, really know what to ask. It didn't help them in this game because Derry City completely even after the goal we have a tendency to to try and soak up a bit of pressure rather than pushing on yeah but even after the goal we just completely dominated that first half well it would be hard not to considering they've had a center half sent off that early in the game you know the game hasn't settled down yet but you referred to the drock of the game and they had a man sent off and it was still nil nil and we just couldn't couldn't beat them, and then at, they, beat, yeah. they beat us one now. See, see, at that point, at, we had a couple of lads missing too, I believe. And Can't mind the team they played, but... No, um, the, yeah, there was... It was just a bit of air of... You would have had O'Reilly that wouldn't have played that game, yeah. I don't think. Um, it was almost like we were deflated back then, uh, in the dark days of this season. Um, but it, listening to... We <sighs> weren't playing great, and I think you could agree with me there well, at y- that point. No, we weren't playing great. I mean, we had we were shite that weekend. But listen to Rory Higgins talk after the Monday game. He made comment or reference to how some of the criticism he said, uh, you know, some of it was was warranted and, and fair fair enough. But some of the criticism from that weekend, standalone weekend, was over the top. Yeah, I don't know what he's actually referring to. I I haven't seen. I suppose there's lunatics with Facebook accounts that that can go on and 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 slate people like, but yeah, it, it's it's all just a bit fucking weird, isn't it? I mean, there were two lunatics with mics. That well, I mean, take a swipe at the odd person, like yes, but within reason, we have a sort of idea of what we're talking about, and some of the inane shit that no, comes like out of that page. We're, like, we're for example, I don't know if you've seen it the weekend. There was a couple of screenshots being thrown out of some fella doing player ratings, and he gave Sudu Diallo a five against Dundalk out of ten. He's doing player ratings. Yeah, Where? Oh yes, on on the f- the Facebook group, on the Facebook group. Well, like filming himself doing. No, 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 no. This is a full typed out statement on behalf of the provisional. Uh, Army Council of Derry City fans or some shit. So he's like just that. took it upon himself. To took it upon himself to yeah to, to, do, to do player ratings. Player ratings yeah, uh, and he gave Sudu Diallo a five out of ten on Monday night when Sudu Diallo was absolutely phenomenal on Friday it was night. 11 it, was, out of 10. it was probably his best performance in a Derry City shirt so far. But by all means, play away. Um, I, I just I, don't upset I, the manager. Like, yeah, Jesus I think Christ. I'm just going to remove myself very soon from that Facebook group because it's just getting a wee bit too fucking. Just much. do it. Just do it. I um, think I'm going to have to bite the bullet. Yeah. Uh, but after the goal we scored, as you say, we we did we an awful lot of pressing, but to no avail. No, we we didn't we didn't penetrate. So we had oh, well, <laughs> oh, we're recording late night here. If you can't tell. <laughs> um, Oh well, it is just it, it is just after nine, like so. Yeah. Uh, water shit. Um, we no, had no, rocking chair. Three quarters uh, of possession of the ball. Yeah. Um, for for the first half, we had thirteen attempts on goal in the first half, which sounds about right. Yeah, but only one, one well, on target. Only one on target and only one goal, which 
Uh, kind so, of frustrating. But would that be any different if we had a striker on the pitch, which is even more fucking worrying? No, I, I wouldn't complain about it. Like, the chances are there. Uh, we just didn't bother who you think is the worst keeper in Ireland, uh, James Talbot. I wouldn't say he's the worst keeper in Ireland. Leon Poles is that. Uh, but he's certainly not very good. I, I, we still disagree on that, but well, I mean, James Talbot's did nothing to prove me right recently. But so, uh, then again, like I'm going back to the days when we were in the what would have been the Des Kelly stand and um, Des Kelly carpets stand, and um, you would have seen him for 45 minutes just being himself. And uh, was not great. Like he, a, a very nervous kind of guy. Always struck me as a guy player. I not yeah, like me yeah. to bring it up on this podcast. I, I know you? it's 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 almost like the world is coming to an end. Well, but I basically loud and mouthy and but wankerish like yeah. every GAA player in history. I mean, we won't we won't hit the big headlines of the GAA this week. <laughs> by Christ, fuck! Uh, That's not even a a pun. No, um, it, it, thankfully it's not. Uh, you wouldn't be that way inclined, Mark. Um, I. It, you've pretty much summed up the GAA in a nutshell there, but uh, he he seems that sort of way, doesn't he? But he can't back up his mouthiness with his ability in my book. Well, maybe I maybe I because even like routine, credit, but even like routine saves and stuff, he'd be like nervous about it almost. Um, half time, few few bits that happened at half time. It was someone's birthday. Ronan Boyce's birthday or Brandon Kavanagh's? I think it may be Ronan Boyce. I think Boyce. it was Ronan Boyce, yeah. So we serenaded him with happy birthday, as you oh, do. Oh, of course you did. He loved it. Um, I've had a few drinks on the way down, obviously. You know, let my hair down. J- just a few. Oh, uh, and, um, Fanta. Yeah, you had a few Fantas. And, uh, and uh, you know the wee lad? I say wee lad, he's an old man. Like, uh, does the B O? H. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was Come wrong. On, please tell me you weren't abusing them. No, that's right. Think I am. I'd, well, I mean, considering there's other League of Ireland legends so, that you really get stuck into here. I do not get stuck into Cork Tom. <laughs> I respect the man. <laughs> I, stood I just said he's got a bull shoot at him. <laughs> I stood beside you. No, the, the wee, the wee lad after him. The wee bullslad come over and he went, you know, his hands up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the whole crowd cheered for him. Bit of crack, like. But uh, you know what it reminded me? I think his name's Barry as well. Uh, as a <laughs> actually, genuinely. And I think he, he reminded, he reminded <laughs> me of you. I, I think he... Do you remember we played Bose in the League Cup Final 2007? Barry Bose, is that? Yes, uh, I think Bose so. Bose Barry or something like that. I, and he, he went on the, the pitch of the Brandywell in the League Cup Final uh, at half-time and took a penalty right. and, and scored it. Uh, well, he came over as a bit of crack. But it put me in mind of like... Nice guy, nice guy. Half-time in the League of Ireland, you're just kind of left to yourself. Yeah. You know I, I mean? like no re- well, Bose, don't get me wrong, have tried to do the whole there's fucking not happening, thing. Like they they brought your man on a bit of decent music or something. They they brought your your man, the comedian there, he's a comedian. I use very loosely, Jason Byrne. Yes. He's good. Oh, Mark. I mean, not for a football crowd. Have, have a word with yourself. What do you do? Come out in the rover's top? I mean that would be his funniest thing. Um So and uh, anyway. Into the second half, um, and really not not a whole lot happened in the second half. No, uh, no. Nice one, to fuck all, I would say. 
Bohemians well, made us. a couple of subs at half time using the window wisely. Well done, Declan Devine. That, um, that's a man that listens to Skintal, obviously. Clearly. He, he doesn't want to get on your uh, annoyed uh, side or side and, of annoyance, uh, Mark. Bohemians seem to, to get a wee bit of a grasp of the game. Mm. Um, so whatever changes they made, I think Big Twardek come on and uh, a wee lad, James Clark. I mean, I've never heard of him before. Sorry, James. Um, well, but they, they had a bit more possession of the ball. And probably telling for when we go on to Monday's game, which will probably be very soon, given how little happened in the second half. Yeah. Brandon Kavanagh come on for us. Which uh, has been sparse of late until the past couple of games, and, and then he just goes, hey, what's happening? Uh, so Kavanagh come on and replaced O'Neill, and you're kind of thinking then, well, who's who's the false nine here then? Yeah. Um, but... I think Kavanaugh played that role. He had almost like a bit of a free role uh, just in that hole where, where where a number 10 would normally reside. Yeah. Uh, and a bit, about 10 minutes after that or not even, uh, Jordan McInef come on. And then probably moment of the night for, for our season going forward, Cameron Dummigan. Yes. Back from uh, injury. Um, it was thought that he was going to make a return Um uh, well, maybe this weekend, maybe, maybe the UCD game coming up would have been a an idea. Uh, well, it was an idea that was floated about here, um, but by us, I think. Without going too much into it, UCD's played at the, the the UCD games at the Brandywell. Yeah. Do you want to bring an injured player on that pitch? I don't know. Look at Colin Williams. Well, but yeah, yeah. Um, Cameron Dublin like, it's it's a it's a lesser team, and you, you, I would have thought he would have held off to the UCD game, but I'm glad uh, in the end up he didn't. And Cameron made his, his great return to um, to the Derry City's, not starting 11, but the Derry City's so well, on-field 11. He came on to a bit of a reception, obviously. Um, I'd like to think so. And it wasn't like he came on for the last 10 to get minutes into his legs. He had a job to do. Bohemians were pressing us. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, probably the most telling thing for our defence was that Bohemians didn't register a single shot on target when they were, uh, you know, trying to get back in the game. So yeah, Brian although, Maher, although he had, I think he done the thing where he normally does tips one over the bar, yeah, but he across, um, he he didn't have a, a safety mic. No, he didn't. But that wasn't, you know, a, a, an honest sort of telling of of the story of the game, especially towards the end. Um, it got. Very, very worrying from a Derry City perspective. We were under a hell of a lot of pressure. We weren't picking up the ball. We weren't holding on to the ball. Um, silly passes, sloppy passes, whatever passes going astray. Um, we were letting bows back into the game, which is something that's that's happening a lot over the course of the season. We're letting we're going one nil up, and and second half we're just we're not as good as we are at the first. But I don't know what it, what the issue is. You can live with that away from home. Uh, away from home, up away yeah, from home. Well, I mean, I suppose we we wrote both off too, but at that point, they were still above us in the table. Well, I don't not, think not anyone dropped the them off. I I did. I was guilty of it. Uh, I said they were in a slump. As it turns out, they are. Um, I I, I, I honestly don't. A, they they'll have a wee bit of a spring in their step when 
when we're trying to avoid fucking injuries in Europe and, and oh, Rovers yeah, 100%. the same. Like, uh, as you say, the games that happen on Monday night only go to suit bows uh, or only go to Sarah bows. I think the, the only other thing of note in the second half was um, Big Shane made like... It wasn't a clearance. It wasn't like a clearance off the line or a dangerous cross it coming was, in. Yeah, it was, it was going a over his head. head. Yeah, and, and and he got his head on him, put it out. I mean, it could have went in the net, but it could have. He, he he seemed assured and, and quite comfortable with it and put it out for for a Bohemian's corner. Yeah, well, you know the way like the stream of the game is always slightly behind anyway, even if you are watching it on LOA TV. Uh, I had the a certain betting app on my phone. And I was seeing that, you know the way it goes, like, Bohemians attack. Dangerous attack. Dangerous attack. Uh, Every time it went dangerous attack, I was like, oh, you're fucking joking me. Cause well, why are you watching your phone on it was, the stream? It was, it was too good to be, because I can't not know. Well, stick on the radio. You can't, I don't think you can get live, more live than the radio. Well, the, yeah. Uh, well, you can. You, you go to the fucking game. Uh, but even then, uh, I think the radio is instant. No. There's a slight, slight delay of a couple well, of seconds. I wouldn't even say a couple, but anyway. Um, but yeah, th- th- I was just watching it, being like, "Oh Jesus, here we go! It has to. They're they're gonna. It's just because it, it we're so used to it." I don't. I didn't get that feeling from the support in the stands. No, but it was more that like well, if I had been there in the stands, I'd have been the one that was like, "Oh Jesus!" There, there was a bit of like, "We need to get behind them." Yeah, and. Because it did, but with Bohemians taking over possession and stuff, you know, and the game wasn't that great in the second half. Mm. Um, it probably quietened down a wee bit in our end, but towards the end, you know, I think the fans got behind the team, and then that was it. Really, like really, really good one. I don't know how many times now we've won in Dalybound Park. There was boys on the bus home suggesting new names for Dalymount Park, like. Brandy Mount, or you know, because we Daily own well, it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, really good. Uh, the 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 players seem to enjoy it. They seem to enjoy the reception they got from the fans. They they absolutely did. And there was one man that was lording it all up, walking over to the fans and and giving his his roary roar when he was doing the whole. Oh, by Gary Higgins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aye, well, he loved it. actually. Quite a nice moment was uh, the full time whistle went, mm-hmm. and I was I just happened to be looking. So I obviously bows were in our box causing fucking mayhem, but not getting a shot on target. Yeah, but all I could see was Higgins standing sort of at the side of his dugout, and I didn't even realise the referee had blew the whistle. Mm-hmm. But Higgins just turned straight to the fans with a fist up. Yeah, and that's how I knew the game had ended. Um, but not fantastic. Fantastic performance uh, to get out of there with a one 0 Because if you're under pressure, it doesn't matter if it's ten men or or twenty men. Yeah. If you're under pressure, you need to deal with it, and we did. Given the game that Bose played previously, before the, that that game on Friday night was the derby. I thought they would be. The more I thought about it later on in the week after we recorded the podcast, it was like they're going to be fucking going for it. They're well, going to go. They want to get back. Uh, yeah, they, they want to get back. I don't think. They? If you look at their form, they obviously haven't lost that many. But I think if you if you looked at their form, when they have lost a game, they've come back with a win. So, yeah. just a couple of examples looking down this: they 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 lost a Dublin derby to Shelburne, 
come back and beat Drogheda 3-1. Yeah. They lost the last Dublin Derby 2-0, come mm. up to the Branduel and won 1-0. Yeah. They lost the Dublin Derby. They're not very good in Dublin. No, they lost really the Dublin not. Derby against St. Pat's 3-2, went away to Drogheda, very tricky place, and won 2-0. So they, they, they're like the, the fear, city of, of... The fear was there was like, yeah. they've got that defeat, now they're going to do the bounce back thing. Unfortunately they're, for them, that wasn't the case. Uh, very fortunately for us. They're like the Derry City of Dublin. They're shit at home. Although we changed that. We're, we're not shit at home, and I think Higgins takes a bit of an issue with that. Yeah, it's not we're shit at home, it's just we're not as good as we are. We're not shit at home. Our home is shit for us. That's it. That's, that's Stick that up that's, on the That's what stand. I'm getting at. Call the South End stand. We're not the shit South at home. End, we're not shit at home. Our home is shit Our for Our home us. is shit stand. You could probably uh, fit it in that big stupid curve. Um, <laughs> all right, so, so Mark, game. what you're saying is you don't like the brand well. Do I give off those sort of vibes that I don't like the brand well? Uh, right, so the game ended. We've got three points. We're going back up the road happy. Run into the boys in Waterloo Street at half one in the morning, which, do you know what, is actually fantastic going. Great timing now. Yeah, that uh, bus man's a maniac though. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? Top, top bus man, legend. Uh, I think he's on that film speed constantly. <laughs> Can't go under 90, lads, or she's blowing up. I don't think uh, a certain uh, Mr. McCarran or Mr. McGowan were, were too impressed by him, though. That was. Well, uh, less said about that, the better. The, this is sort of in jokes now that some of the yeah, listeners won't yeah, get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we, we, we move on. We move on to some predictions. So Mark's going to load up the Facebook page. I have got the Instagram ones here. Derek City stickers, 2-1 Derry, Patch and XL Kavna. No. The XL Kavna didn't come off the bench, did he? No. No. Uh, Keith McCallion, uh, all the way from Orlando. Uh, 2-1 Derry, Duffy and Graydon, big deflection off Dublin Boss for the Bohus. I think about both. <laughs> uh, Dickie Gillespie, smash and grab, 1-0 Candy Stripes. Mr. Duffy to score though. Unlucky Richard. But shove that up your oil triangle. Hard nines. Hard nines. Yeah, that was another one I noticed as well. Uh the oil triangle. Uh was being belted out after the game, quite ironically. Well uh, that was that was the the idea. Yeah. Know. Uh Damien McLaren, nil nil de Derry. <laughs> uh Liam underscore Dunn, two one Doherty and Duffy. Adam Doyle, 2005, 2-1, Coote for Bose, Keane Kavanagh and Duffy for Derry. Uh, is Ali Coote still with Bose? Yep. No. Did he go to Rovers? Maybe. No, was that not Liam Burt? Ah, uh, you're right. Ali Coote's yeah. still with Bose. Aye. Uh, O'Donnell, 1928, that's PJ, Paul O'Donnell, <coughs> 2-0, Duffy and McJanet, unlucky. Uh, Adam Houston, 89, 2-1, Derry, Duffy and Shane, or Shane and Duffy. Completely different player altogether. Uh, Mark Cavergy, 2 0 Derry City, Keane Cavanagh times 2. Uh, Oren Harley, 2 1 Derry, Graydon and Duffy. Oren Harley, 2 1 Derry, Graydon and Duffy. Oren, you must have went through a bit of a bad connection there because you sent it to my spot. Thank you. Uh, Ryan Coley, 2 1 Bows off a lobby in the Allo OG uh, and Doherty. Alrighty then. Anyone uh, say Graydon? I don't think so. I don't. No, that was it. I was just about to call out some uh, Monday night predictions, but no, that was it. That was them all. No, uh, no grading. And no one got it right. There was a 1-0 in there. 
Richard Gillespie gets his name in the hat for the end of season draw. If nobody gets it, bang on. Yes, uh, so you've won yourself half a cup and half a t-shirt, Richard. Uh, Mark, have you got any for on Facebook for us? Yes, so we had uh, Connor Doherty. I hope Adrian Kerr doesn't let you down this week. A gaping hole last week. Uh, (laughs) That's his prediction. Um, (laughs) Stephen Redden. I'm not sure Adrian wants his whole talked about in social media. <laughs> Fantastic stuff, lads. Fantastic. Tommy Stewart went 2-1 Derry City, but I think his caps lock button is stuck on on his keyboard. Who, uh, Tommy, yeah. Um, Barry Davey. Who? How'd that mouthpiece get on the podcast? Yeah. Um, Adrian K- I mean, what's this? People just predicting Adrian Kerr to come back. Yeah, Adrian well, Kerr. Well, well, obviously, I've done my predictions already on the on the podcast. Like, so, so did you give do a break. different one to try and get, so you don't have to shell out for a mug and a t-shirt. No, did I not do the same one that I done? I, I can't mind what you said, but you went Adrian Kerr to make a comeback, and Derry City to win three one. I was very wrong, but I was also right because Adrian did make a comeback. Um. Patrick Mullen, Paddy Norm, he went 1-0 Michael Duffy. Unlucky. Um, Paddy Norm uh, had in the ring for uh, a, a, a half a Had in the ring? Had in the ring, yeah. He's throwing his hat under the ring. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, just sounded have you never heard there? that before? I, I probably have, but it just sounded a bit strange. He's thinking way. of a different ring. Uh, the, the, the half a half teacher? Um, Marty Page went... So he, he wrote this, I think, when, when it was already 12 minutes gone. So right. There was still 11 v 11, actually. Um, and he said he's going tight game. Both teams are afraid to lose. Questionable ref call decides the game. 1-0 Derry, Duffy with the goal. <sighs> I mean, if you're a Bose fan, you're probably thinking that is spot on. Yeah. Questionable ref call decides the game. 1-0 and he, he, he must he, I, he I, went Duffy but I would say the questionable call was not sent off uh, your man in the Patrick first Kirk, minute first yeah, Kirk, yeah. Um, we had David Doherty 1-0 uh, Doherty ironically must be related to him um, possibly I've never actually asked that question and uh, then we had, or maybe he meant himself making a, a, an almighty comeback we had a, a, a nice short and sweet one uh Eurovision inspired from Adrian Kerr. Ah, yes, here we go. Mark, have you learned French in the, the time? Um, or is this the other one? No, no, this is French, so... Okay, here we go. It's only numbers they use in French, I've noticed, in the Eurovision, so I stupidly learned how to count up to 10 in French. And it's useless because there's 20 points there. Uh, it's useless because I he talks about the 12th minute at one stage, and I, I don't know the French for 12. I think it's Doozy. Doozy? Doozy. Doozy. Yeah. Eurovision weekend. Derry. Doozy, yes. That's a real doozy. Derry, Dwarf points. Derry, two points. Les Bohemia. I don't know how you get the French. By the way, it's it's, it's Du. It's uh, Les Bohemia. Uh, Les Bohem. I'm going to read this out how I would read it. So, Les Bohemians. Nil point. <laughs> That sounds like something different altogether. That's that new cup they come up with, isn't um, Bohemians, <laughs> zero points. Scorers, Sadu Celine Dion Diallo, after 
12 minutes. 12 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Shane Lena McElhinney on the 30 minute mark. 30 Lena. being the number of times Terry Wogan has hosted the Eurovision for the BBC. Uh, yeah, that's Lena, not Lena, as in Lenamore. And then he went Sweden to win the Eurovision by 26 points. I don't know how much they won by, but they did win it. The they Sweden won it? They oh, made yeah, an almighty uh, comeback. Abba's thing, in not Yeah. What? Uh, Abba's uh, 50 year anniversary from winning it next it? year, and Sweden magically won it this year. Oh, right, that old chestnut, yeah. Um, I sat and watched some of my tinfoil hat on trying to learn this fucking French. It, it's it's funny how that works out, isn't it? Um, so I, that was the game Friday, and then we moved very, very swiftly on to the game on Monday. Yes, we did have a game on Monday. We didn't do much predicting or much talking about it because it's you all not put up predictions on. Oh no, I did yeah, I, I absolutely did put the Instagram. Uh, we we give our, our our goal we, predictions. Yeah, we, we did, uh, and we were very off the mark um, both times, but I don't think anybody would have predicted what happened on Monday night. So I actually I don't think anybody could have predicted anything. I think I went one one on the podcast ahead of. Uh, Friday night. Yes. So I went. I think I went two 0 in the Bohemians game, one one in the Dundalk game at home, and that's on, only because Dundalk give us a fucking headache most of the times. They do. But uh, I, I really nice when when I put up the post myself on Monday asking for predictions, I was going to comment under it myself and go and, and switch it to two 0 because of the new formation that we had uh, found I, out. I was going to go on the podcast edit mine back to, uh, to 3-0 because of the new formation we found out I mean it was still wrong if I'm going to make up a lie I would probably say I was going to switch it to 3-0 uh, and Kavanagh Duffy and um, oh oh scored the first goal too put it across the goalkeeper in the bottom corner great finish oh Mark come on he's Aaron's brother uh, Shane McElhinney um, no, <laughs> Jordan. Jordan McAdam. Right, so I would have said that, but I, I'll give you the team because. <laughs> Are you sure you know who's on it? Do I know who's on the team? Oh, this is all in English. See that French sort of threw me, but I I seen um, Adrian's prediction for the Dundalk game. Yeah. So that's all in English, but it'll yeah. still throw me. Um, starting eleven. We had. By the way, at this point, I I just want to apologise to Adrian for the pronunciation there. Ah, that's right. And the and nation of France. It, it, it the pronunciation. Be, uh, oh no, fuck them! It's handball cheating bastards. Uh, Adrian. Right. Uh, Starting the goal, Brian Maher again. A change back four. So Ben Doherty on the left, McJanet and Shane McLeany in centre half, and Boyce back in the team. Yes. Uh, right back. Now I don't know if he's thinking. Uh, he brought him on a Friday. Maybe he had a good last ten minutes, or mm-hmm. he's like, you know, he, he he was his birthday. Could he get us a wee goal? You know, like players tend to. I don't know where it comes from, but players yeah. tend to pop up with a goal on their birthday and stuff like that. Or you know, when, I, when they've had a child born, all of a sudden, they're, yeah, they're, they're banging there's them weird in things and things like that. that, or a relative dies and rock and the rock the baby thing. A relative dies and and they score and you know. So boys, back in at right back. So that meant Kieran Call. Harshly probably goes back onto the bench because he he can play anywhere and he proves he, that he did he not proves stay, that yeah he did not stay there did he um so you're looking about there's there's no false nine 
in this game we had Diallo, O'Reilly and Jordan McAniff in the midfield. We had Duffy on the left and Branton Kavanagh's second start of the season out on the right wing. Proved to be pivotal. Proves to be pivotal. And the I mean, what's one Bash brother without the other? Keen Kavanagh's oh, up course, top. Of course. Uh, early stages of the game was like, eh, we were doing a lot of attacking, but not a lot of scoring. So I think even before the game starts, yeah, how like dire I, was it? The stand, oh. it sounded like a foil cup game, right? So Monday night matches are bad back, anyway. Yes, going back historically, like attendances have been poor. Uh, atmosphere has been worse. It's almost like a preseason friendly kind of thing. Uh, it annoys me when we play big teams on Mondays, like Shamrock Rovers or 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 Dundalk or or the likes of Bows or whatever. Uh, Even going back through the years, like Shells or Cork, um, it always annoyed me that we played Evans on a Monday because you want a big up bad atmosphere. You want uh, the twelfth man to, to use that cliche. Um, you want an intimidating place uh, for the opposition to go. You want constant abuse and and shit not being thrown at them like verbals being thrown at them uh for for 90 minutes just they really sort of fucking try and throw them off their game um i've been on louder morgues it was so quiet quieter than than the bad monday night say like a monday night game against ucd that is about as quiet as the brand new well gets. Yeah. I could hear the, Your own the thoughts? thoughts forming in my head. <laughs> right. It's freaking that, me out. That that's 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 a worry, Mark. Uh maybe you, oh, you might I, need to speak to somebody me, about that. I know that. I, I don't even want to hear my own thoughts storming forming like Your own uh, uh thoughts fuck, Norman what? Fuck that up. <laughs> I'm keeping that. Uh yes. So very dull atmosphere. The teams were coming out on the pitch, and it was. Did you ever see that film, Escape to Victory? Was that the one with Pelly in it? Yes, Sylvester Stallone and Pelly, uh, and and I I don't know why I asked that because I haven't seen it. Right, okay, <laughs> but I know I know of it. So whenever uh, the Nazi team, because it was a team of Nazis, uh, Sham Rovers. Like, <laughs> wow. Uh, whenever they like scored, uh. The, the commentator would have put on like false crowd noise of, of mass applause and, and shit while in reality that the was stadium was silent. It was almost like the mass applause the teams coming out was just That's like um It was so grim. We done that in COVID. Remember we had like the German fan soundtrack during COVID? Yeah. St. Pauli, yeah. And then if you tuned in the game on like when we were playing the brandy while I just went down and stood outside the ground and watched it because you know, you, you couldn't trust the streams back then. Well, nah, true. They were probably actually, actually no. Better the, the streams back then were better. Yeah, now. Yeah. Um, but sorry, James. There was one uh, one game I turned on for whatever reason. I was watching it on the LOI TV or watch LOI as it was, mm-hmm. and all you could hear was the fake crowd noise, oh, like louder sh- than yeah. even the commentators. Yeah, or it was so it was fucking annoying. Then. Like it was so annoying. It was being played over the tannoy and. The, the question remains, why? I mean, I, I dare say bring it back rather than listen to that. Oh, well, that I, old fellas that still does the, the, the PA. Because there's been many complaints made about him, but um, neither here nor there. We're not talking about him today. We're talking about the atmosphere in the Brandywell, which was just seriously your, your PA, lacking. Your, your, your PA can, can have a lot 
involvement in the atmosphere. Have you ever seen in the European stadiums? It's a man yeah. down on the side of the pitch. He's got a microphone. He might do some silly shouts where everyone shouts back the surname of the goal scorer, but th- there's a bit of energy. Yeah. I mean, this lad, I, I don't know who he is. I, I don't really care who he is. He should have retired whenever I was started going to the Randwell 20 years ago. Um, Because it, it was always shite. You know, who let the dogs out was played for the first fifteen years I was at the Brandywell. Whenever a goal was scored, ah yes, because the greyhounds springing out of the trap. Uh, look, wasn't funny the first time. Wasn't funny fifteen years on. <sighs> anyway, the atmosphere was shite, uh, and there was a noticeable lack in numbers in and around Black K. Aye, which we. I get. I, 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 look, I understand. That, I, I, mean, I, I, pro- I brought it up, but it's it's to do with the the whole statement thing that the, come out, which we will. There talk is a about. possibility that it's to do with the statement, but there's also variables there too. You won't really know until Friday night rolls around uh, if that is the case or not, uh, and the brand will once again be like a morgue without them. But it could be the like the, there's young lads in and around that group. They could have uh, tech or, or or uni or. Even school, um, to a lesser extent. You're uh, in the you're, you're in the wrong path in life. I, I find if you're putting school and exams over Derry City Football Club, I put Derry City Football Club ahead of everything, and I, I done all right. You know, ah, sitting here with a couple of GCSEs ah, and, and, and two degrees, like you know. Yeah, but you, where did you go for them degrees? Because uh, it wasn't uh, University of Brandywell Stadium. No. <laughs> Yeah, no. they, they, you were missing for a couple of years. That's Mark. another thing they should have in the brand new that they don't. <laughs> oh, well, there, there was talk of Phil doing that. Jokers, eh? Oh, fuck's sake. There was talk of Phil doing that uh, <laughs> earlier on in the season. Um, what, a university? No, the, like the, the the campus thing up on Northern Road. Uh, well, we don't, I mean, we're getting it, on it, the, uh, another it, big social yeah. issue here from the 70s, but we don't have a university <laughs> in the town at all. Oh, no, we they do. give it to Coleraine because the apparently it was all a Protestant thing up there. At one Sixties, stage. by the way, like but 60s. we do it. It's uh, it, McGee. That's uh, not campus not at Garth, all. Like yeah, the, the University of Ulster. Anyway, McGee. I, I uh, can't even mind where I was at now. Right, I, so to get back to the fucking the nog game, you've taken me off. You've taken me off on many the, tangents the already, Mark. Look, the atmosphere was shit. There's no denying that. There was a clear absence of, of quite a number of the Black Gay lads. Don't know if it's been because of their band. Because so they do you think there's correlation they between... They couldn't get tickets for Black Gay or because uh, it, it was just a Monday night. And Do you think there's correlation between Block Gay being emptier, much emptier, mm-hmm. and the atmosphere being much worse? Oh yeah, absolutely. Right, that's fine. Just uh, I think so too, but other people would, would disagree, but... It's too um, blatant to be a coincidence. Aye. Well, yeah. fair enough. Um, and it, it wasn't just uh, the lads in the in the ground that were noticing it. It was very, very noticeable on the stream. I noticed Aye, because who, who was doing the commentary? Uh, Gringo. No, Gringo Hargy. normally, Hargy, right? Gringo and Hargy. So you, you could hear Hargy's thoughts. Yeah. It was that quiet. Yeah. You know what I mean? I tell you another one. I could have fallen asleep in the opening sort of, what, 10 minutes of the game? It w- because it was so quiet it was quiet and it if was it's like that on Friday we're going to get outsang the only club ever outsang at <laughs> home by UCD and they only have one fan and oh no they, they, they have a couple now and um, they, they have sorry a, they only have two fans they, they, oh yeah they have a couple of flags as well 
They have flags down oh, yeah, UCD yeah. now. One of them's the. Do you remember they made it to. Someone must be doing a degree in fucking textiles or something. <laughs> <laughs> but do you remember UCD played in Europe? Ah. Because of the fair play thing? Ah. Because they're fucking. One of their flags is the UEFA respect flag. Is it? Yeah. Oh, like is that like you know when a club wins a European trophy they put a star on the badge? Yeah, that's their. They have like star. a wee played in Europe. Well, they played us in a cup final, league cup final, two thousand five, and they ran us close. I but they had a good side then. Yeah, they, Connor, they have a half decent side Connor now. Simon. It's just they're too young and too naive. Aye, the league has sort of left them behind, but of course Cork's going to show us up and and not relegate them. Yeah, um, look. We'll, we'll talk about UCD in, in, in the so coming So the first 10 minutes, the minutes, the first 10 like, minutes it was, I'm going fucking mad because all, all like, these thoughts are, are coming I, out. I, I, I turned really Liam Coyle was doing the commentary and looked at him and stuff. They say, what, what, what's his shite? It was just, it, it's not the game was shite. It Did was you just, get on to Liam Coyle for not getting a Red Might Army chant going? Obviously. Because yeah, there's obviously or, other people. Uh, a couple of Liam Coyle songs going at least. There's other people around the stadium that can provide an atmosphere. It doesn't always have to be the same people. but Yeah. Um... But anyway, on to the game itself. 20 minutes into the 20 game. 20 minutes into the game. Jordan Mac uh, and F. Jordan Mac and F. Uh, and the, the, the A-League legend, Arn himself, was in the stadium. Was he? Watching. Oh, there, there was quite a few ex-players. Uh, oh, it did seem to be loads, didn't there? And one ex-manager. Who's the ex-manager? The fellow who was also uh, managing on Friday night. Daggy Devine? Yeah. Oh, well, if he's up home, they haven't uh, got a game. They haven't got a game. They but probably played Dundalk. Their opposition on Friday is, is Dundalk. Yeah, of so course, he, he's going to be there. He's a Derry City there, fan there as well. There was me, and actually thinking, oh, fuck, fair play to Diggy coming to the match and stuff. And then it was like, oh, they, they played Dundalk on, on, on Friday, don't they? He's probably celebrating the goals. Well, well no, I, I <laughs> you'd rattle off a few of the names. Like, you always see the likes of Kevin Deary or Keir Martin up at the games. Yeah, uh, but you had Ronan Curtis there. Ronan Curtis was at the game. Yeah. Um, uh, as I said, R. McInef over from um, down under. Aye, uh, from back to frontland. Um, who else was there? Barry McNamee. Barry McNamee was there. Yeah. Uh, uh, come from the land, the hospital. Of, yeah, um, Mexico. Um, from from his portering job. I think he had the scrub still on. <laughs> the hairnet. I've never seen a hairnet do as much work in all my life. <laughs> Not quite, uh, but he was uh, up the road from Mexico. Um, yeah, so quite a few ex-players at it. Uh, 20 minutes into the game. Uh, Aaron's wee brother, who is by far and large a, a superior player and um, will will do far more better things than him, like book on the pitch. Uh, Twice. <laughs> exactly one year after another. Um, I can't remember the whole breakdown in play, but I remember the ball broke to Jordan. And does Keen Kavanagh head it on to him or something? Possibly, or or play it on him. Now I noticed this with Keen Kavanagh. I'd, I'd, um, I was watching the highlight. Fuck me. I, I I noticed this with Keen Kavanagh, but his hold up play is so good. And you had that big. What what's that big lad called for? Dundalk at the back. Uh, big lad. Hugh. Mungus. Thank <laughs> okay. No, uh, he, he, he's he's not big. He's not tall. He's very no, muscly. He's, 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 he's wide. He's humongous. Like. Uh, he's he's a um, he's a kind of lad that you wouldn't want to meet. Uh, he couldn't get near Kevin all night. Kevin was just holding him off. Yeah, he's a kind of lad you wouldn't want to meet in a, a heavyweight championship. Uh, Is it your man Williams? 
uh, possibly the Siri Williams, isn't it? Yeah, because he gets sent the off. Siri Ola Williams. He, he gets sent off in the the two all down in Oriel for that horrible challenge. Was that on, him? Yes. Who was it on again? Was Fuck. it? It wasn't uh, great. O'Neill. Was well, anyway, uh, Kevin, I think either holds it up or he heads on. I can't mind because I, I didn't watch this one back either because. Mark, I, a I'm a busy man. A a absolute man. disgrace. Um, I I did watch it back, but I watched it back like two days ago. Ah, uh, so yeah. Um, the match was only one day ago when we're recording. I'm joking. Yeah. Um, uh, here we go. Mike uh, comes in, hits it across the face. Now, from where I'm standing, very hard to judge angles. So I'm looking at it going, I didn't see it hit the from, post. Oh, from where you're standing? I <laughs> Alright, okay, so from... I didn't see it hit the post, and I'm I'm perplexed for about 20 seconds going, how from where he is, does the ball hit the back of the net? Because mm-hmm. that's what i seen. Yeah, so from where I was sitting, uh, keeper. Uh, your man Shepard, he's very highly rated. I don't know how. Um... Although, the, fair enough, he couldn't do much about the other two goals in the game, but uh, that one, Jordan put it straight across him, but it almost looked as if he was hapless. Not that he's taken anything away from I the finish. It was, it was a great finish. Well, I felt Derry City, off the post. Like, Derry City created everything. They weren't really gifted much, mm-hmm. um, but I felt his defence let him down a bit. Like, we could oh, get him behind team. that defence quite easily. Big time, like, like Big Nasiri Williams is, is still having nightmares about our uh, Adam O'Reilly. Uh, he's still chasing after him there. <laughs> I passed him on the way up. <laughs> we O'Reilly still running with a fucking ball, like yeah. Um, which which brings us on. I mean that we're we're going a bit ahead there, but ah um, uh, well, well, well let, let's just scroll back to, to I, I'm, well, the I'm game gonna, itself. I, I'm going to do so. There was two two major sort of things that happened after we went one nil up. One was Jordan McInnes, uh it, this might actually have been before we went 1-0 up. Showing the side to his game that probably people don't recognise as much went through Dara Lee for yeah. a shortcut he did. and took the ball off him. And yeah. that almost got the crowd going. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's not often the brandy well where the players actually need to make action so that the crowd get going. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he went through him and not long after Dara Lee he goes off injured, doesn't fancy it, don't even... I mean terrible thing to say he's probably faking injury to get off that pitch because no, he's had such a fucking shock yeah there, there, there's plenty of instances where you see it in um the games you'll see on you know TV when boys are not right you know by ah, y- you know yourself like when you're, you're what two three nil down you don't want to be fucking playing on that, that like ah uh, well me off the they went one oh, nil down and i've hurt my co- left couple bollock. of minutes later it's his man that scores so he gives up he goes off yeah um Ten minutes after that, Big Shane goes down. I I didn't see him go down. I d- I didn't see what happened. Yeah, neither did I. No, I think it might have been his hip. Although there there has been speculation that the past couple of weeks he has been playing. He's been playing through something. Yeah, he's uh, been playing injured. Um, so he, he went down, and then I think they tried. They keep they keep him going, but yeah. I I feel like. In the more modern game of football, the strength and conditioning people do this thing where they don't like the subs going on until they've completed the full sort of warm up. Yeah. Um, but that's probably a good thing, like to prevent injuries and stuff, so your muscles are all ready. So yeah. Kieran Cole was down trying to get warmed up, and you know he's going for three, four, or five minutes, and uh, 
Big Shane goes down again, and th- and that's the end of his. I it's it's a pity because it's not to say Shane was having a a horrible game either. He he was no, but Shane's been well. a fucking rock at the back. Yeah, and there was like sort of around me. There was sort of worries that King Kieran Cole step back in that role again. You know, because he was playing on the. I don't the think uh, when Kieran Cole's coming on, unless he's replacing Brian Maher. He could replace any of the other ten players, and you can be confident yeah. of some form of performance out of him. The only thing that was missing uh, off Kieran Call on Monday night was his red cape uh, that that usually follows behind Superman, uh, or his glasses that that follow behind Clark Kent. By the way, just in case anybody doesn't know, Clark Kent is the alter ego of Superman. Don't believe right me. there. Um, so I. Th- th- same sort of initials as well. Uh, Kieran Cole played well. Aye. Well, he, he normally does. He stepped on the role very nicely. He and he's probably fucking pulling his hair out when he's told he's not starting. I would be very annoyed myself, yeah. But uh, in in a good way. Yes, because every player, you want every player fighting for uh, 90 minutes. They want to be... You know, hungry uh, on the pitch, and, and one thing uh, w- when Karen Cole just was we're all on the topic of him when he signed for us, yeah, um, was Decky's first season, uh-huh. and he was left back, and and where I stand in the Brandywell, one half of the game he's on 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 my side. Uh-huh. He talks a lot, he gives a lot of instructions, but even the like, you know, across the line to the back four, obviously. Oh, he was a full command. Keeper, like I know, give down the left wing. Yeah, he kept uh, Junior was playing front him at the time. He kept right. him right. He kept Perky up the top right. Um, so, but you know, like Cameron McDonough is the captain. Was wearing the captain's armband. Ah, and even still, Kieran Cole, like it's not he disregards it, but he's still going to talk. Aye, and he's still doing want, that talking. And I mean, that, that, that communication, communication is, is fucking key. Like. Uh, and I been, don't, I don't buy into any theories that you need a captain as a mouthpiece. No, not a mouthpiece. You could have a captain vocal. that doesn't open his mouth, but if you set examples and stuff, um, you know, yeah, you're going to hate me here, he, but he, I'm going to go back to I'm going to go back to the example that I know of, and uh, Sir Lord Harry Maguire does not do any talking when he's wearing the red of Manchester United, but when he's but he also in, doesn't play well when he's playing. Yeah, but when he's playing on the white of England, fucking different player. He Maybe he's worried the Brazilian up. lads won't understand. Where's he from? Uh, Sheffield. Man, pff, there you are. <laughs> won't understand a fucking word comes out to Ayo. mouth. Ayo. There you are. Ayo, sure. Lissandro, edit, bruv. They all, uh, I mean, any Yorkshire person I've met thinks it's the centre of the earth. And yeah, I, sounds I'm, like a bit of a kip, if I'm being honest. Um, I'm, oh, I find it is. Uh, I've, I'm nearly sure that he's from Yorkshire, but or from Sheffield, but that's not here and there. Are you thinking because Ryan he Holsworth looks either. like Hayley Cropper? <laughs> and she's Yorkshire? No. Or is she's she Lancashire? Or Lancashire? Lancashire. Come on, Mark. Have a word Sorry, anyway, anyway. They can never, the never mind <laughs> Harry Maguire and and the uh, Hayley Cropper lookalike. Um, so we go into halftime 1-0 up. We're reasonably comfortable. I mean, looking at the stats, Brian, uh, Brian Maher's not made a save. Yeah. Uh, Derry City's had a couple of goal attempts, most off target, one on target, the goal itself. Um, I remember coming down to you at half time onto uh, the terrace, and I, I watched the, the second half on the terrace. Uh, so we got Mark's perspective. 
But I remember saying to you, this is going to be another fucking sit back and absorb pressure for 45 minutes and see how we go. Well, that's the worry. That's that, the worry. That is the worry. But in the first 45 minutes, Dundalk never threatened our goal. No, the... So I thought they were missing a lot of players. They were yeah, missing... Yeah, well, they were missing uh, uh, Tullock, Ray Tullock, Tullock, uh, But he's either out injured or suspended. He's out injured, I think. I think he might be suspended, you know. He could be. Could be. I, I think I read that in extra time suspension this, but... That, they kept the statistician on the bench until oh, yeah. quite late in the game. <laughs> he did get a header. They kept... Uh, he did they, get a header and it was... Pish. They kept... Um, Turkey hair and turkey teeth, two for one on the bench. Yeah, until quite late in the game, so it's quite surprised to see those lads come off the bench. Uh, actually, when when um, Pat Hoban, the statistician that was referring to, when he came on, so did Dan Kelly, the left winger. Yeah, Hoban, uh, by the way, Hoban. Uh, I couldn't care less. Um, <laughs> so uh, that's three very good players, and they're playing boys that, no offense to them, are actual offense to them, are push. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if they're coming back from injury I think Dan Kelly got injured against us that might be his first possibly, game back possibly but look the other side of it is maybe Stephen O'Donnell was, was trying to take a leaf out of the Rory Higgins book and you know play with no discernible striker on the, on the pitch in the starting 11 is your wee boy El Coco or whatever Lee Coco is. I thought he was more of an attacking midfielder uh, but look maybe here to there I don't know possibly he's trying to copy his, his hero, hero and idol uh, Rory Higgins Um and it, it, it just didn't work out for him. It was uh, a master stroke from Higgins on Friday and it was a master stroke from Higgins on, on Monday because he is a genius. Well, I, I, I like the fact that... So we went in at 1-0 and we came out in the second half and it was not the absorbed pressure performance. It was... No. We, we were... See, you could tell from early yeah, enough we it, were a bit more attacking. Initially, in the f- like the first five minutes of the second half, we went for them. Ah, like we I were think very direct and, a, a, and attacking, and it was sort of like it, we were taken aback. Ah, well, maybe from from the sidelines, Paddy uh, uh, and Rory Higgins and, and Connor Lokery are looking and thinking a bit like myself. These lads aren't great at football. You know, we can get a couple here. We can get a bag full if we yeah. if we go for it. That has to be said. Dundalk were fucking shite. We were brilliant, ah. but Dundalk were also shite. And then, um, potential goal of the season, sixtieth minute. It gets my vote. Bratton Campbell. I think. Vote. Look, <laughs> see for a lad that has been out of favour all season, ah. and he has been making regular appearances even off the bench. He is very hungry. Like, he showed it on Friday night when he came on. Or no, he started the game on Friday, didn't he? No. No, he started he came Monday, on. came on yeah, Friday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, See, when he came on on Monday, like, he was very hungry to get involved in the action. Uh, and for Monday night was like, why have we been keeping this, this lad on the bench? Uh, All right, I understand we have got Fats, we've got uh, O'Reilly, we've got O'Neill, we had the Allo patch and blah, blah, blah. All great players on their own right. But Brandon Gavin is fucking showing it. Aye. Give him a go. I think um, he's lively. He's very, very lively. But he's very direct. And you always hear managers talk about, you know, when they sign a player, they'll say he gives us something different. Yeah. Brandon Kavanagh literally gives Derry City something different. I'm going to sound like a dick here, which is uh, nothing strange to this podcast. Par yeah. uh, His energy is almost like infectious. Like a wee uh, Duracell bunny. Yeah. 
because he's fucking as you say like he's very direct he picks the ball up and goes uh, uh, it's like watching Forrest Gump whenever he, he realises he can sprint uh, like he goes for it and it sort of lifts the players around him and they be like oh fuck her, here we go lifts the crowd as well when, it does when the player picks up the ball and his first thing is go attack yeah there was nothing really left the crowd sort of get behind them yeah. you know um, but I'd but like even like the celebration for what should what should be goal of the season we get my vote for a goal of the season so far because uh, there could be a thunderbolt in the, the coming weeks and days um, the reaction was just sort of very oh, hey ah uh, uh, very English very not even English theater, because see like some of the, the I, see some of the fucking limbs after goals like that in, in lower league nah, football the, I don't like English football though um, it, it was sort of very Premier League so it was aye, aye. It, it was very top four it's like oh, we'll celebrate a goal and then so very quickly just start applauding politely they give the goal Fuck its credit they give the goal its, it, it, its full credit the ball's cleared out of the box was it a corner? Yes. So the, the yes, it was. It was a corner that was cleared out uh, by Adam Dog player that was having a particularly alright game, uh, and it fell to the feet of Kavna, who so took a touch. I thought he was going to take a touch over the top of the defender, but he sort of takes it down. Oh, his touch past. was unbelievable. Now, when I watched the back, obviously, you know that's the first goal you're looking for when you get home oh, on right. Monday night. When I watched the back, I thought oh, that camera angle doesn't do. Is touch any justice? And actually, the the the, the tweet that the, the God bless him, the tweet that the club sent out with the 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 video of it, mm-hmm. you couldn't see his touch because it was all pixely. Yeah, uh, and I actually retweeted it, saying you know fair play to the cameraman for catching it using the equipment from the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, but, I've seen that. Yeah, um, his touch was unbelievable from where we were standing because we're dead on yeah, line yeah, with yeah. it. Because at that point I was I was still beside you. Two players are going. Two Dundalk players are going for that ball. The ball's dropping out of the air almost. Yeah. These the the two lads have to be bigger than Brant Kavanagh because pretty much everyone's bigger, taller wise than Brant Kavanagh. Yeah. And his touch takes those two players out of the game instantly. And his next touch, top corner, unbelievable, frightening. Absolutely frightening. Um, keeper had no chance. Can't really do much about it. No, uh, you could have three keepers in that. So that's going on. Yeah, uh, but he, he did get up and do that whole raging keeper thing of fucking scream at his his, his players and and almost oh, smiling shepherd. and laughing and, and pick the ball out of the net and be like, oh fuck off! You can't do anything about that. You know what yourself, son. And then um, at that stage, we do the thing that we so we do, we often talk about Derry City at one 0 and mm-hmm. doing the thing, and if you said that to someone that goes to the games regularly, they'll know what the thing is. Yeah, Derry City at two 0 has a thing where we just relax under the game yeah. and start playing unbelievable football. And you're like, if you can do that at nil nil and at one nil, then we're going to win every game that we take the lead in, or you know, very good chance of winning every game that we're we're still in without conceding. But a 2 0, we just relax on it and then we're passing the ball about. We're, you know, taking the piss. I was a walk in the park at that point. Aye, and you've got. Um, but the dog weren't offering anything to say otherwise. Like I it, think, you know, was it 2 0 up? They got one big opportunity, might have came from. Yes, I came from a mix up between Cameron McDonald and Ben Doherty. Um, two of them were going to swipe at the ball to clear it. I say swipe, but that, that's. 
not a, a uh, correct or polite term. Uh, the two of them were going to take a swing at, at clearing the ball, and both sort of left it for each other to do uh. so. <laughs> And it comes through for, I can't remember who it was. Chuckle Brothers fucking sing so <laughs> it's fucking what to me to you. Um, have you got the dog team work there? And I, I might be able to tell you who it was. Uh, uh, I mean, was, was any of them subbed on at that stage? Was it Dan Kelly coming in off the left? No, uh, it wouldn't have been Ben Doherty's band. Um, was it, but I, was actually, it Robbie McCourt, maybe? Probably, uh, I can't remember. So, uh, but look... It, it, Straight, he's clean through on goal. All right, he's got the best goalkeeper in the league to try and beat, but he's clean through on goal. And fuck me, he ballooned it under that coal yard behind the net. On Ben Doherty, and I'm glad you actually brought his name up because I thought this on Friday, uh, uh, Bohemians away, and then it was almost confirmed again on Monday. I probably thought it a couple of games before that. I think early in the season, I was very against him being a left back. Yes. But by because fuck, you were worried about him getting, caught, getting caught out with a ball over the top, and in fairness, it, it, it in was fairness, happening. it was happening. You, you, you know, there, there I don't know what we've done. Of it happening there. I don't know what we've done to to stop that from happening. But Ben Doherty has been sensational anyway. Oh yeah, but he, he, more is in the left back role rather than just the attacking side of the game. Mm-hmm. Some of the tackles he's putting on. He's yeah. almost taking boys' fucking legs off, but in a fair way, the exact way that you want. Probably one of the few Derry players that sort of left here goes to the Irish League uh, and comes back with large reaping the benefits of having been in, in that yeah. kind of more physical See, league. The more I thought about the comments I was making at the beginning of the season about Ben Doherty coming in and maybe not being up to standard, the more I felt like a dick because... It wasn't a case of we let him go to the Irish League because he was substandard or he needed to toughen up or whatever. We had to let him go to the Irish League because of his job. Because we were offering him full-time football. Ah. And he was working full-time uh, for a bank, I believe. Neither here nor there. Um, but th- he was obviously going to get better money uh, and a better lifestyle working at the bank and playing football part-time. I think it was Clevenville he signed for. Maybe Coleraine. Uh, he was at Coleraine, I think. I can't mind now, uh, but look, yeah. Glenavon possibly. Could have been Duck. Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, because the Welders, they get a game for the Welders as well. Cruz, I think he might have even had a game or two for Donegal Celtic, but um, they do still exist, by the way. Uh, they haven't gone away, you know. <laughs> Well, uh, they're in the right fucking part of the world. On. They're in the right fucking part of the world. Anyway, that. look, he he was. It wasn't because you know he wasn't good enough. It's because it suited him better at that age to go and do his accountancy thing or whatever uh. with a bank. And uh, I am fucking <laughs> so glad he made the choice to come back to full time professional football and sign for us. I know he did it with Lauren, but I mean it's Lauren. Um, he has been outstanding, possibly, possibly player of the season so far. Uh, there's actually an awards uh, ceremony on in a bar for a supporters club on Friday night. And he's been awarded one of their player of the month. Ah. Uh, and I'm, I'm playing Arthur, like that's how you know it. Uh, should be given all those recognitions. Uh, because of he course, has been but I, I, amazing. 
maybe it's just me. I don't like the whole supporters groups doing this player of the month thing. Fair enough, do a player of the year. And I understand why they do it. It's to get, you know, the players up to socialise with the fans and stuff like that. And it, it, it probably has its benefits. Uh, but it's not for me to have uh, someone every month. And it it almost is like it has to be someone different every month. To yeah, come up and yeah, get, yeah, You know, it, it doesn't it, necessarily. It's a gesture. Yeah, it, it it doesn't necessarily mean that that player has player of the month. Um, that's just sort of to uh, appease people, no, like because it's not like uh, the S S E or or whatever the fuck. Uh, no, no, I know that, but it's you know just I mean? it's not for where me. it can be like the same player a couple of months in a row. And uh, otherwise, uh, Liam Coyle would have got it uh, a million months in a row. Uh, well. Apart from the time he went off the uh, Glentoran and that. Now, moving on from that Dundalk chance, we had um, Dummigan comes off the bench again, and again he gets a yellow card. So he's he's played two games. No, he's played half an hour of football this season. He's got two yellow cards already. Yeah. Um, which is probably what we need to expect from him, but we probably expected it more from O'Reilly than than Cameron Dummigan. Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Although in saying that, it's it's not totally out of character. Like Cameron Dummigan has that side of him as well, but he's also very good. Aye. At but not I think by the time off. by the time he's built up to play a full ninety, he's gonna be suspended. Um Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um and then in the eighty third minute uh, and I was looking at this today because I, I actually didn't believe it. Um, so Michael Duffy scores after that run that we alluded to from Adam O'Reilly. Yeah, so Cameron McZanet heads it down in the middle of the park. It's a it's a goal kick that's played by... Uh, what's his name again? Who? The Dundalk keeper. Shepard. Shepard. Carl Shepard? No, that's at, he used to play for Rovers, didn't he? Nathan. Nathan, Nathan Shepard. Shepard. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's a goal kick from Nathan Shepard. Uh, headed down almost under the middle of the park in our half uh, by Cameron McDonough to O'Reilly who picks the ball up uh, and then just messes the fuck out of it uh, until he reaches the byline, uh. brings it under the box, cuts it back perfectly to Michael Duffy who I thought it was an easy fucking tap on for and probably was like but the defenders looked much closer to him in the, the, the video replay uh. than they did on Monday night on the terrace. Ah. Um, needless to say, the run made the goal. Aye, it was. And that is that is that is why I cab or like I I edited the video to uh, a soundtrack of it's on the Instagram story, so you wouldn't have seen it. No. Um, do you remember the video of Messi picking the ball up in the middle of the park <laughs> and making that run, and the commentator going Messi, 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 Messi? Uh, Messi. Uh. Yeah, I did that. So, uh, uh, as well as actually, I. I, I Done now. They branded captains with a. Do you remember Gerard's goal against uh, the Icos? Uh, uh, and Andy Gray's. What's from the Gringo and Hargis commentary? You know, oh, the, 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 there was no all oh, yeah beauty. Um, um, take a bow, take a boo, son, take a boo. So I, o- O'Reilly, he would remind you. You know, when you were younger, you used to get that football that sort of tied around your waist and it was on a string. Yeah. And you could do like a billion uppies because it couldn't fucking touch the ground. <laughs> um. I he, he, he had That's one of those. had a tie around your head, more than we even size your legs. I was probably six foot tall when I was about <laughs> fucking seven years old. For fuck's sake, um, I, I, Michael Duffy. That's only his second goal of the season. Now he hasn't played a lot of football, but just a wee bit 
it just surprised me a bit because he, he his performances are fucking unbelievable. But he's only played seven. Did, well, that's did he not score against Bose season. as well as like? Because I, I know he scored against Cork down in Turner's Cross. Unless it's his second goal at home this season. No, no, that's his second goal this season. Fuck. So he went off. Uh, he, he went out injured during the Pats game. He didn't yeah. play. Then he came back against Dundalk and then and, and then made a start against Cork and uh, away to Cork and that's when he he won the game. I could have swore he scored. I, when he scored his first. I could have swore swore he scored. Scored he scored. Yeah, I could have swore he scored. Um, more than that. No, just the one. Um, just the two. I, I look as I say, it was the 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 run that made the goal. Oh, it um, was it was undoubtedly. But again, our wingers coming in and being at the back post very important to how we play. It seems. Yeah, um, that pretty much wrapped that game up. It was like delirium. Uh, I remember you saying a two nil. Ah, the game's over now, and uh, chastising you for it. Aye, so we went 2-0 up, we, we're very comfortable, and I just turned around to the couple of lads I'm standing with and say, uh, that's uh, a, you know, that's head over, it's it, done. Those lads being Dazzy and Locked Out Lucky. Aye, and they're like... Every um, episode. Every episode. And, and pretty much, like, in sync, all three of you's turned to me and go, God, fuck up. <laughs> because... Like, that, you know that video look. with the bouncer? <laughs> Would you fuck up? Aye, that fuck up! We were getting worse. It was like that. I was like, yeah. Jesus, it's over. Like this Dundalk team's push. That may be the case. Then they brought Pat Oban off a of bench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they at that point they just brought on Dan Gilly and uh, Pat Hoban Pat Hoban sorry, and uh, the best of the bad bunch because Keith Ward came on as well, and I was thinking, Mark, you wanker. Uh, at that point, after that, the second goal, they got that chance as well. Ah. Uh, so I was thinking you're one ball bag, but as it turns out, they were they were absolute. Uh, I don't. Uh, shit. I, I don't believe in and you can jinx something by saying something like that. Oh no! That but I, you wouldn't catch me walking under a ladder. <laughs> um, but that is just the sort of Derry City thing, isn't it? Uh, you're going to take us to Instagram predictions. I am because the game ended. We won three nil. Uh, first time we beat Dundalk uh, by three goals and. Ever, I think. Ten years, someone um, said. I, it, I can't mind now, but someone said ten years, and that's stuck in my head now. Yeah, well, the, the last time we, we scored three goals against Dundalk was the game down in McGinn Park. 1-3-1. One, one. Early on in the season, was it? Yeah, and oh. our, our title challenge was, was on. And then, right. Are you filling happened. because you can't find the predictions? or Pretty much. Do you want me to uh, go first? Or? No, no, I've got them here now. Uh, so, Mikhail and Matt... 2-0 Derry. No scorers, Matt. Come on, you know better than that. Uh, Tag McCluskey, 1-0 Mac and F. Uh, no. Um, Dickie Gillespie, 2-0 Graydon. <laughs> O'Neill has terrible look amazing in the back page of the journal. So, uh, Richard Gillespie. Yeah, did he, did he do another ah, prediction on went, Facebook? So, he, he was confident with the 2-0 because he went right. 2-0 again, but it went right. different uh, goal scores. Uh, well, I... I there has to be a steward's inquiry into that one, but we'll not use Paul's. Uh, Paul O'Hare. Uh, we get him a Finn Herbs mug and a Finn Herbs t-shirt if he gets it right and does two. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, Paul O'Hare, 2-1 uh, Lost Candy Stripes. Stop that right now. Uh, Lost Candy Stripes? Lost Candy Stripes. Like LOS? Yeah. Um, 
Spanish? Los Santos. Yes. Yeah. Darren's not on this podcast anymore. It's right. Lee. Lee Candice Candy Because I really need to <laughs> sharpen up on my French. Especially if you're going to France anytime soon. Are you going to France anytime soon? Not that I'm aware there we of. Go. No. Uh, do you know what? D Candy Stripes. We'll go with D Candy Stripes. I mean, there's a whole like uh, you genderize something when you put certain. Yes, uh, because there's masculine le or feminine la. Uh, I, I don't get it. Anyway. To get back to, yeah. Uh, so, Paul, <laughs> see what you've done, Paul. You fucked this up completely. 2-1 uh, lost candy stripes. Mickey Duffy and O'Reilly Ward for Dundalk. No. Oh, that's a close one. I'm just going to say, right, because I feel like this is very obvious. Yeah. Um, the outro isn't playing underneath us talking. It's yeah. a band playing downstairs in that the rocking chair because we've we've left it too late to, to record. Yes, but they, they are playing very, very loud, which is very strange for a Wednesday night. But uh, And they're playing some tunes. You give them that. Like. Oh, 100%. Oh, what a feeling. Uh, super Colin Whelan. Uh, and uh, I'm Horny, Super Ben Doherty. Um, Tune. The... Uh, Predictions. That's that's where we were. I thought I'd throw yeah. it out there because we've ignored it for half yeah. an hour now. So I can't actually pick it up on, on my headphones. Like, so I, I, I don't honestly know. Uh, Maybe it's those thoughts in my head again. Possibly. Well, Friday, uh, Monday night. Predictions. Uh, <laughs> close, <laughs> close enough. On Donzo 88, uh, Keith Donnelly, uh, 3 1 City. Oof. No scorers, Keith. No scorers. Uh, Adam Houston, 1 0 Graydon. Uh, not quite. Keith McCallion, <laughs> uh, 2-1 Derry, Doherty and Graydon, not slog it for Dundalk. <laughs> with a wee ambulance. Was injured, wasn't uh, with a wee ambulance emoji. Uh, Liam Dunn, 1-0 Doherty, Jeremy Q, 1-0, no scorers. Where, where's sco- scorers? We need scorers. Do you right? put it in your when you're asking for predictions, do you put in to include goal scorers? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did on Friday, but I mean, if anybody's putting predictions in, they listen to the podcast, like, come I on. I don't think they do, but anyway. No, they must do. Have you more? Uh, I do, I've loads, Jeez, I had loads for this game, I swear to Christ. But you keep interrupting me in the middle. Uh, Mark Cafferkey, uh, 2-0 Derry City. Mickey Duffy, Adam O'Reilly. No, but... Mickey Duffy from Adam O'Reilly. Uh, O'Reilly didn't score. Yeah, no. And, uh, and it was 3-0. This is what I'm saying. Uh... O'Donnell, 1928, PJ, uh, 2-0 to the Cavanaughs. Or oh, 2-0. Good shout, actually, you know, good yeah. shout. Well, one of them scored, like, uh, Ryan Coley, 7, 2-1 Derry, XL and XS for Derry. Tullock. That's another yeah. 2 Cavanaughs. I like that, you know, the Bash Brothers scored both of them. Yeah, so you're going with the Bash Brothers, everybody's going with XL and XS, and it's all down to fucking I was, because of the way they came on. Um, fucking Keith McCallion. Cause See, I, I prefer the Bash Brothers. Th- they come on a couple of times both together off yeah. the bench and it just looked funny. It looked like they were the Bash Brothers. Oh, Oren Harley, 2-1 Derry, Brandon Kavanagh and Duffy. Uh, but he got the score. Yeah, he got the score Three wrong. goals. Yeah, though, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. If, he, if he backed over 2.5 and the two goal scores, then... Oh, I've just seen one and I'll leave it. I'll leave it the the last right. one. Oh, Jesus, uh, these are loads the, of this is the second last one. You'll be glad. Uh, Rule McGinley, uh, two 0 Duffy and Graydon off the bench. O'Donnell sent off sixty eighth minute. 
There was a bit of something happening with O'Donnell, wasn't there? Yeah, he, I he couldn't was, really see it from where we were. He was getting wound up by the crowd, and he was uh, getting wound up by the decisions on the field, and they kept jeering him. Every, I, it doesn't take was, much to wind that man up. Yeah, any time he was throwing his hands up or fucking whatever, crying bastard. Uh, this one, how close? How Let's fucking close? Adam Doyle, two thousand and five, three 0 great start. Duffy, another one, good start. Brandon Kavanagh. Good, good. And boys. Oh, a bar. Unlucky. Unlucky. I think that's the closest we've had. I think that's the closest we've ever had, yeah. Probably ever. But um, no mug, no t-shirt. Yeah, Under the draw. Do you know what? We'll give you three quarters of a mug and three quarters of a t-shirt fat one because that was, that was close. That was that was very, very close. Are we on the, the Facebook ones? Let's have the Facebook ones, Mark. So Richard Gillespie's second attempt at Boo. one in the mug and t-shirt. 2-0, Duffy and O'Reilly. Uh, Matthew McCafferty went 2-1, Keane Kavanagh, Michael Duffy. Uh, Richie Tolan went 3-1, Derry, Duffy, O'Reilly and O'Neill. He went uh, statistician for Dundalk. Um, Paul Thompson went 1-0 Derry but need to start hitting the net and taking chances build up attacking far too slow I don't remember him ever playing for Derry um, he, I mean he predicted what would happen without wow. actually uh, saying it <laughs> uh, Brian McGill 3-1 to Derry Graydon Duffy and O'Neill uh, David Doherty Derry 1-0 XL Kavanagh uh, Kieran McCarn 2-1 Branton Kavanagh and Diallo keep it on in the family um, I like it I like it. Murray Page, Derry 1-0, O'Neill, uh, Reese Healy, 3-2, Ben Doherty with 2, Keane Kavanagh with 1, and I love this because he's given two Dundalk stores as well, so he's gone Pat Hoban and Robbie Benson. I think Robbie Benson was out injured as well. Aye, he was away with Hedges. We, and second last, we had Dan Dunn. His prediction was... It was fantastic on Friday night. The atmosphere was brilliant. Everyone singing the same songs and the place was absolutely bouncing. I predict a big stupid drum being banged and stand up for the candy stripes about 42 times and Derry D1 2-0, big Shane with a header and Duffy. He was close, it was only seven. He was bang on up until he started reading out the score down. Um, yeah. And then we have... <laughs> I get that bang on. Well done, Mark. Well done. Yeah. Mr. So, Kerr. I want to hear it. And his, uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, by the way, I'm I'm waiting to the almost the, the end of the podcast to uh, point out to you that Adrian offered to voice note his prediction in a different language to you. Right. Uh, and I refused uh, simply because I wanted the hilarity of you trying to pronounce it. So, Adrian, in future, if you feel like voice noting, by all means, I just wanted to so, hear Mark speak French. Or attempt it. <sighs> I mean, Dundalk prediction. He has provided a poem. <laughs> the poem is titled The Burn by Adrian <laughs> Kerr, age 42. <laughs> so I'm going to read this, and I, I, I haven't actually re- done a full read through of it, so it's my first time reading it. So. Is there any big words that you need to spell out beforehand? Fucking loads, like um, fantastic. Do you want me to read it? Out? <laughs> the coarse Brandywell surface savages his skin, like one of Rafferty's undernourished calves, at its ma's tate. Ripping, tearing, burn, raw, broken, sensitive skin. He weeps in agony, 
yet on he lunges, fearlessly gliding onward. You were doing so well. The wee bastard rubber balls arise from the surface, like the cock at dawn on McGettigan's farm, spurting everywhere even in his hair. His tightly bound, leather-clad big toe protruding like the bulge of a bull in search of a prize heifer. Touches ball, just. Gasps as many of the elders in the South End stand intake breath in a manner that otherwise eludes them in everyday life. A pause. Then ecstasy. That's The Burn by Adrian Kerr. Mickey Duffy to score from sliding in at the back post in the 78th minute. Ooh. As described above, Derry 1-0. Not close on the per- the, the, the scoreline, but... I actually like uh, that poem, do you know. Do you know, do you know what? Hang on. You not just add it in like applause. I think it sounds like there's more people clapping than just us two things. No, because it's, it's, it's... You didn't applaud. Uh, also, it, it's... We, we're not that... We haven't got that kind of budget, Mark. Oh, sure. So... I mean, great. Where do you go from there? How do you follow that? Uh, you don't. Uh, you, you, so, yeah. how long have we been going? Uh, there? Hang on, just to get the tears out of my eyes. That was, <sighs> that was that was beautiful, Adrian. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> I opened it. Um, I think because we were going to record yesterday. Uh, oh. We're recording on Wednesday. For yeah. So, the, the, but the, uh, the reason, by the way, we are out is because the usage of the room in which we record uh, uh, was being the taken up by someone town else. was busy. Yes, it was. Well, uh, chair bar, as, it as it always is. Happens. But I opened the message yesterday and all I seen was age 42. <laughs> and I closed it again and I thought, I'm keeping that to read it uh, first time around. Um, how long are we going here? Were you disappointed? Uh, an hour and 40. I think... Because it's UCD, and I can't predict a whole lot to to be talked about. Well, y- yeah, I think the, 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 the I think we we're, we're best to hold a statement off to the issues that um, we alluded to. We'll, we'll, we'll come sorry, back no, no, to whoa, whoa, next whoa, week. Whoa, 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 whoa! The issues you alluded to in that, in fact, it wasn't one message. It was five different messages on the bus home from Bogues. Aye, uh, I'm sorry. using you as my notepad. <laughs> Thanks. You know what I mean. Uh, no, so we'll, we'll come back to that because there's a lot to be said on it. Um, just, just, to, just the the perk up your interest, shall we say? Um, points for the pod and coming. Phil putting a couple hundred nairs grand, whatever that is, uh, and to keep us in the green. Uh, oh no! So that was our um, our our financials. ATM financials, financials yeah, uh, yeah. Put it. Mm, uh, Phil putting a couple hundred. Yeah, yeah, okay. Great short term, of course, but for me, killing City slowly. Uh, okay. Uh, young team, aka Black K, landed into stadium a few months into the game. Heroes welcome, clear support for them. Uh, goes against the absolute shite uh, the club are putting out via various mediums. Uh, then I sent you a screenshot of what Adrian uh, messaged me on the Sunday. Uh, yeah, you were asking me, was it at the game on Monday? Uh, Wait, so you're just reading our text exchange now? Yeah, Higgins comments after Monday's one. Uh, thinks there was over some over-the-top criticism of the players recently. Uh, was that the Facebook group up in arms or something? Um, yeah. 
Aye, so we, we talked about that on the actual podcast. We did, we did. So the, 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 the so points essentially, of essentially what financials we're gonna, and, and, and yeah. the statement. Essentially and what we're going to bring up next week is the AGM in depth. AGM it, took place yesterday. It's Tuesday, Tuesday night, yeah. yeah. And I, because it was moved. Ah, so um, we, we, we'll come back to that. What we want to do now is uh, preview the UCD game. Yes, and we'll talk about the statement that was put out last week ah. as well on the UCD game because you get a f- more telling perspective of what actually on a Friday is, night is uh, it's probably a good night, idea yeah. that we hold off on it um, so <coughs> looking forward to uh, UCD scum uh, as you refer to them in the, the last message wankers I hate them more <laughs> than anyone in the league oh they're the absolute worst they're uh, going to come up here and I mean they're probably going to fucking tear the streets apart all both of them. UCD Ultras. Uh, Batman and Robin. Um, Ultras College Dublin. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Stick that in your banner. Right. UCD. I mean, what else can you expect from it? We'll go with your team prediction. What, what, what sort of team? Team prediction. Right. Okay. So you can't change a one on lineup with a bot. There's now a question mark over Shane. I'd say he's out. I would imagine so. Four uh, days is a very tight turnaround, and it's only UCD with all disrespect. Though. Wow. Uh, Fats, can't see... Fats is close, apparently. Yeah, apparently, very, very close. apparently very close, but I can't see him being risked for UCD in the Brandywell. Maybe off the bench. Possibly off the bench. Last ten minutes, yeah. Um, there's a question mark about a, a big man making a return in the, the middle of the heart of defence. Aye, uh, but Conley. Yes, it's presumed. I he wouldn't start. I wouldn't imagine. Well, it's presumed that that he'd be fit and ready for that game. Ah, uh, so we may possibly see him starting ahead of call, or vice versa. So uh, but who, but either way, I, re- I reckon we'll see uh, Big Mark Conley back. I don't know about the squad. Ah. Yes, uh, so back for Brian Maher, uh, Ben Doherty on the left, uh, Cameron McJanet, Kieran Call, and Roland Boyce. I would imagine Kieran Cole will, will start the game just going on that fact that A, it is UCD, B, it's at the Brandywell, that pitch, and C, man's just getting his fitness back. Uh, Give him same as me, so yeah. far. Um, Holden, Sudu Diallo, you can't not put in that team. Rory Holden, did not leave ages ago? You know about Dave Holton, stick him in there. Stompy. Listener to the podcast. Yeah, legend. Uh, if, he, if you are on Twitch. Oh, congratulations, Dave, as well. Having a another win. Oh, uh, very well done, Dave. I hope uh, I've got the right person there. Or <laughs> yeah, it's a bit weird, but the, I think it is. Yeah, all all the ways Mark's just predicted something for you, and uh, uh, if it's in, if it's like any of <laughs> my other predictions, you're safe. <laughs> Anywho, uh, congratulations, Tommy. If that's the case, if you are on Twitch, look out from DCFC Dave seventy two. I think it is. Uh, uh, Please uh, in the candy stripes only. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Um, you, you threw You're a midfielder now. You put a midfielder in. Sadu Diallo, uh, after that performance on, on Monday night, even though he was given 5 out of 10 by some walloper, uh, and if you do <laughs> listen to the podcast, unlucky, you're a walloper. Uh, alongside him, ooh, I don't know if I want to put Jordan in or if I want to put him further off the pitch because he's been fucking frightening. Uh, but he's I will going go, in somewhere. Yeah, we'll go Jordan. We'll go Jordan. Uh, see, this is where it gets difficult. Because you've got O'Neill, O'Reilly, Kafna, Graydon, and 
Mä kidoin fi. That's five players that have been playing absolutely phenomenally. You're, you're, for you're three putting positions. a lot of. Um, you're given a lot of respect, which I expect the manager will do. Of course, he's a professional. You're given a lot of respect to UCD. Well, I mean, you don't change one of the team. Against UCD, yeah, I do personally. Ah. But it, it, the only reason my back five doesn't change is because there's no one else. You use your five souls, Mark. I you won the game. You can only beat what's in front of you. You can won the game. Tag Ryan Look, getting a run out? No, probably not. Um, although I'd love to see him getting a run out in the rocker. Doing what your woman's doing below me. Singing shitely. Well, I don't know. I've, don't I've know who it them. is actually because uh, I've just offended someone singing there and don't yeah, know who they are. Uh, compared to your own as well. I mean, Jesus, come on. Uh, look, I would like, I would like to see it happen at some point. But There's is, no is really cup for anything from the unless he's promised FAI Cup, but you don't want to. Well, look what happened to Rovers when they done that. Declan Glass, he got a run right in the the cup last year, didn't he? Who <laughs> scored a hat trick against uh, Oliver Bond Plunkett um, Double Twist seven. Uh, Celtic? Um, yep. <coughs> so Thanks. who's uh, who's on your wings and who's up top and who's in false nine? All right, then see see striker. if you you want to strip it back. We'll put uh, O'Neill on one wing, Graydon on the other, Gavin in the middle, and the other Bash brother up top. In the column, Wheel and Derby. So Neil is playing right wing. Neil playing left. Well, Neil playing left and, and Green's playing right. playing right. Brandon Cavanagh. So you give him Duffy the week off. Yeah, give him, stick him on the bench for. Ah. Keep the man on ice. I think and cotton wool. So uh, thinking along the same lines. Does Dummigan get a start? I'd, I also want to point out too that we weren't forthcoming very much so. In the last game against UCD down there with goals, could be different up here. When we won four 0 Yeah, but it was sort of very. We had so. Not right. Okay, so I worded that wrong. Uh, we had an awful amount of chances. And wasted quite a few of them. But that's okay. We scored four. We scored four, but get them goal differences up. Especially if Rovers drop. Our points. goal difference is is probably quite good because we keep a lot of clean sheets. No, I would go, right, so same back five because I don't think Dummigan's going to come back, therefore he won't play on right back. I don't think he's going to get a start, so he won't play in the middle of the pitch. Yeah. Um, in the middle, I would have, so Branton Kavanagh's in there. Wouldn't have him out on the right. Put him in the middle. Okay, same um, as me then. I think Will Patchen in there because oh. it's going to be, here's your chance, lad. You know what I mean? He... He looks to be out of favour at the minute. Yeah, so well, saying that, you'd probably expect to see Jamie McGonagall come in. Ah, up right. top. Right. So here's your chance. Um, and you don't want it to be, you know, you don't want it to be Jamie McGonagall up top and then two under-19s. It will never be this, but two under-19s on the wings and then the service might not be great. So I'd put Ryan Graydon on the right. I'd actually do... What you're going to do with O'Neill, put him on the left, give Duffy the night off, wrap him up in cotton wool, tell him not even to look at the Brandywell pitch. Yeah. Go home, don't turn your TV on, don't look at the Brandywell pitch, it's a curse. <laughs> um, and then Jamie, Jamie up top, I think Big Cain's got 
enough chances and I think Jamie's fallen out of favour and I think he could be doing with a, a, a chance. Um, Matt Ward, has he played left wing? Possibly. Well, I, I, left I, and, and O'Neill in the middle. I genuinely don't know. I've never seen the guy play. Uh, stalwart of the bench though. Him and Tag Ryan and Kavanagh's fucking... We Kavanagh's losing that tag now. Mm. He's left the bench 11. Yeah, he's, he's not going to feature for their, their uh, five-a-side uh, team I, anymore. So I, I think it'll be half experimental and another changed team. So that'd be like three changed teams in a row. Four changed teams in a row, I think. Possibly. Um, possibly. But three wins in a row, and I fully expect it to be four. What's your, your score prediction and goal scorers, please? Oh, fuck. Um, so, do you remember last season? Was it last season when we played them? We beat them 7-1. Thanks for that. <laughs> I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking along the same lines um, as that. Right. So what? So I hope it's not all different goal scorers. We're gonna be here all night. I'll go six nil. Brian Maher all six. Uh, six nil. All passes under <laughs> the net. Six nil. Shall we say McJanet gets one? Brandon Kavanagh. Well, how does McJanet score? Corner, header, corner, obviously. Come on, Mark. Don't be silly. Goes without saying now. Um, McJan from corner. Uh, ben. Brando. Uh, Jamie. Jamie. When is that? I've, I've lost count. So, McJanet, Brando, Ben, Jamie, Jamie. That's, that's five. I've one more. O'Reilly. Right. So you went five. No- I was gonna go five nil as well. I so I'm six. Gonna, oh, six. Yeah. I'm gonna tone it down a wee bit because I think we're gonna start to feel sorry for them. And we'll be three nil up at half time. Mm. R- ring. R- Ray Eggers rings the changes. All five subs get a run out. And we get one in the second half, so it's four nil in total. I think. Jamie gets two on his return to give uh, even more selection headaches to so the boss. We're both going for two for, for Jamie then? Aye. 4-0. Jamie with two. Branton Kavanagh continues his goal scoring form. And um, Rona Boyce. I give Rona oh. Boyce one. Oh. Um yeah, so we're predicting a resounding win for Derry, which understandable. No, I you see. I it does my head on that. Um, every manager in the league. I have you ever seen? There's a Twitter account that does sayings that football managers do all the time. Yeah. So it's like a uh, tough place to pl- tough place to go. Cliches, yeah. Aye. So manager cliches. There's a Twitter account doing. They could do one for League of Ireland. No mm. disrespect to UCD. You have to take them seriously. Yeah. I'd love someone to come out and say, we're playing UCD next week and if we don't win, the, the the lads won't have a day off for the next month. Because, let's be honest, we should be beating UCD. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's and there's no point beating Bohemians away and, and Dundalk and the Brandywell and having this great run of form and After not beating, and not well. beating yeah. UCD. Yeah. Um. Well, look, that's, that's pretty much how it is. We expect that. An easy enough one on Friday. Um, further on down the line, we'll see what happens. 
Uh, but we'll be back next Tuesday. Maybe. 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 Well, we don't have a Monday game, do we? No, we don't. No, but just, um, you know, life. <laughs> it's it's bigger. Uh, bigger than, than you and you're not me. Um, the links that I, I'll stop now. Uh, yeah, so we'll be back early enough next week. We'll be back earlier next week. We won't have a, a Thursday episode out. Um, with a full review of the UCD game, uh, as I was saying, we'll be talking about the AGM and this statement, um, as well as any other we butter piece of news that crops up uh, and we'll be doing a full review of not a full review uh, a full preview of the game ahead as well as having a wee look around the league who do, do we that. play after uh, Sligo is it Sligo away I think so yeah Which on a Saturday. Saturday yeah so that will be a I would not it'll make a fucking difference are you going down to Sligo uh, because it's Saturday I think so why uh, it's more than likely that I'll be working so it's a no for me um, but I un- until oh, what is that the twenty seventh? Yes, that is fun enough. The same day as the All Ireland Championship round that Derry have made it onto, and it's being played in Celtic Park. At so the what's same wrong time, with that? at the same time we play in Sligo. So I what's wrong with that? Nothing for me, like and. Nothing I would imagine. For just means that fans. I'm thinking about the lads that all jump on the bandwagon. It just means that all up my street, you won't be able to get parked because cars will be up on the fucking paths, blocking disabled people from being able to move around in their own street. What will it matter to you? You'll be all the fucking Donegal ridges under the sun. Well, no, it's not Donegal they're playing. Uh, but aye, no, it's Donegal that the fucking main support base come from. But anyway. Bullshit. Enough for the guy. South Derry. South Derry. Come on, Mark. You're better than that. They're all cold cheese regardless. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week with a full review of uh, UCD, a full previous Lego, and having a wee look around the league, as well as the AGM and the <laughs> statement. That's probably a bit we much. Got there. But, we got there. Uh, but until then, hey, see you after. Enjoy UCD. Good luck Scum. to you now. Oh, and if you see Tom, look out for the shoe.